All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Walk with Wade. It's technically 1.35 p.m. I'm in the middle of nowhere in New York driving this rental car, so it's a drive with Wade today. Uh, I say good morning because I just assume you wake up missing me and want to hear my voice immediately and are just praying for a Walk with Wade to be there just waiting for you. So that's why I actually, that's why I drop these at 7 a.m. every morning because I'm like, let's just give you a little morning breakfast. Maybe this is your brush your teeth, listen to somebody type mix. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. If you're here for the first time, my name's Wade Sellers. I put out a daily podcast journal about, today it's about investing, uh, but you never know what you're going to get tomorrow. Um, We put one out yesterday about investing. I got my friend uh, Katya over in Ukraine asked me a question, kind of like almost perfect timing, and I said, you're going to love that investing episode. But also, can I use your soundbite to answer your question as a podcast? And she said, yeah, that sounds awesome. I said, cool. So here we are now. Before we dive into Katya's question, we got a coffee sponsor today. We got five coffees. This is a week. This this whole week's uh, episodes are going to be powered by caffeine. And my good friend Mike Radicevich, he uh, he was our second coffee sponsor, I believe, as well. He hooked us up with another five coffees. His note said, uh, I got you five coffees or maybe two Frenchies grouper sandwiches. Um, Mike, you're awesome. If you don't know uh, from last time I hyped him up, Mike and I have been friends for a long time. He's also done a ton of traveling. Um, We used to work together at a restaurant on Clearwater Beach, Florida called Frenchies back like in the college type days. And... um, Man, just just super cool dude. He and his girl are, I believe that that right now they're training to go freaking hike uh, Kilimanjaro. If I think, I think that's what they're doing. They're doing Killy. Anyways, Mike, thank you so much for the support. Uh, I've got my iced. I I got my. Maybe I need a sip right now. (laughs) I got my iced uh, Starbucks cold brew with almond milk sitting right next to me in the car. Let's get going, Mikey. Mikey, thank you so much. Let's get this episode going. All right. It's another investing one. My friend Katya, she DM'd me a question, and I'm gonna play it right here. It's one minute long, um, and then we're gonna. I'm just gonna answer it. So, Katya, what's your question? Hey, hello. Uh, while you on the road, I thought I would ask you a couple of questions regarding your <laughs> money. <laughs> so yeah, basically, I'm. Uh, I've I've only started my investor journey. Uh, yeah, and started investing in index funds and so on and so forth. And I remember you sharing a lot of stuff about uh, how you invest money and you're quite a playful and risky investor as, uh, as far as I understood. So I'm wondering how you manage your finance in general, because that's the topic of my interest, uh, like... A, a really, a really major topic right now. So I'm wondering how you distribute your money, uh, what goes where, and so on and so forth. Just wanted, uh, wanted you to share some wisdom, you know? All right. So that's Katya from Ukraine. Thank you so much. Uh, good friend as well. Met like through Instagram and just uh, just stay connected. It's, su- it's super fun. You, you go traveling, you never know who you're going to meet. I just, it's just, it's wonderful. All right, so she asks more about generally, what do I do with my money? She talks about investing, but like also like, what do you do with your money? And I'd like to just break my plan down. That's what we talk about. It's a very, very basic plan. Guys, you'll notice the more we do this, like the more I talk about this, there is like almost no rocket science in a lot of this. A lot of this is feeling related or very basic rules. I'll be honest with you. I'm not really a very smart person, okay? I just, 
I don't know, a lot of the way I live is just doing what feels right and building really, really simple systems that aren't, that don't overcomplicate it because I'm like not that smart. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not like limiting beliefing myself, but when it comes to like book smarts and such, I don't really have that stuff. I just kind of try things out. If they work, they stick. And over time they stick and become a habit. That's kind of the way I roll. Okay. So money wise. All right. Let's take it to the first of the month. That's when it happens. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. Anybody know that Bone Thongs and Harmony song? Ah, oh, good days. All right. First of the month, I get paid. Um, it's also when all the b- bills are sitting there. I let all of my bills pop in through the month. I handle my money one day a month, okay? I I just want to simplify it. So I just wait till I have all the bills and I wait till I have the money and I just do all the stuff in one day. Like I, I handle my personal finances in about 20 minutes on the first of the month and then I don't really mess with them again. Yeah, I might trade some stocks or buy, sell crypto, but that's a little different. But when it comes to like, what do I do with all the money that comes in? I handle it in about 20 minutes and then I'm done. All right, first step, bills. I pay every bill. I never miss a bill. I have something like an 830 credit score, 820, something like that. I haven't looked in a long time, but it's something like 820. I love having a pristine credit score. It's always been, I don't know, a point of pride for me. I don't miss bills. That means everything gets paid off. It also means that I don't let myself get in over my head with recurring expenses. I hate recurring expenses. I always have to, I mean, I like cancel my freaking like, you know, Spotify's and my YouTube premiums if, after they go a little bit too long. So I'm like, ah, why don't we just get rid of this? You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I, I pay my bills off. Okay. Number one step. First thing, all the bills get paid off. Then there's a chunk of money left there. And then I go, how much do I want slash need for the month? I open up my Google calendar and I look at things coming up. Am I traveling? Is there flights that need to be purchased? Is there a hotel? Are there any events? Um, do I have any dates? Am I single? Am I not? In a, am I in a relationship? Because that changes finances quite a bit as well. And I just try to get a, a, an idea, you know, with buffer. And there's no exact number. I'm not really doing math here. I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's gonna be like four flights, gonna be like 300 bucks, and Airbnb is probably like I'll probably spend like a grand on that, and uh, okay, and this and that, and then I'm gonna eat out, and it's probably another. I'll probably eat out like yeah, Saturdays, and. Yeah, it's probably $100. And then eventually I get to like something like, okay, I think I need like $2,000 this month for like for like the other stuff that's not bills. Okay, cool. I look at my checking account and I see how much money do I still have in there from the last month? Did I spend everything I thought I needed to um, last month? If not, awesome. Take that money and kind of like subtract it from how much you need this month, right? And then from the current paycheck, put that much in. So if I need $2,000 for this month, but there's $500 still sitting in there from last month, I'm like, oh, sweet. So I just take $1,500 out of this paycheck and I put it into the checking account. Okay. Now I have my money. My checking account stays like that. Like it's my checking account is not really my savings account anymore. And this took me a minute to figure it out. I need my checking account to be smaller. Why? Because two months into this month, if I went a little crazy and splurged, I need to see it. I need to look at my bank account briefly and go, oh crap, I only have like I only have like 600 bucks left. I get a little smarter about my money the second half of the month then because if not, I gotta go dipping into savings and such like that. And that means I didn't plan right, it makes me feel bad. And that little bit of stress that happens sometimes when I overspend, it's a good feeling. If I have all my money in a checking account when that happens, I don't I don't feel it. I don't feel that I overspent. I, I need the number to get smaller, like smaller enough to zero that it, it feels like I'm either on track or not. Okay. It's an important thing to me. 
That means I have two other bits here. I have a savings portion and then I have my investing portion. Um, And they sort of blend a little bit. So let's talk about the savings portion. That's the next bit. My savings account. My savings account is like a a chunk of money goes into that every paycheck, right? Um, This is kind of the thought with my savings account. My savings account builds up and it's there in case something goes down. Like, look, like if I got fired from jobs, I've got, um, I've got a year of money sitting there. I've got rent bills. I could travel a little, I couldn't like go overboard, but I've got, I got a year sitting there. If, if, if everything implodes on itself, I, I got a year, but that's not really why it's there. Although I'm happy it's there. It gives me a nice safety cushion buffer that I appreciate. But really what I'm doing is the stock market has been like, on a tear for a year. And then there was the dump from COVID. But then right prior to COVID, it was on a tear for like freaking 10 years. And this is good. This is awesome. We love it. But you got to expect a crash. And I expect crashes. And one thing that I learned a while back, and now I do it as much as I can, is as the market's awesome, I put money on the sidelines. I don't put all of my troops in the war that's currently going on. I save some troops. Save them for the side because what happens is a stock market's going to crash, okay? It, it, it will crash. You don't know when, but it will, okay? And when it does, smart people are ready to act. The stock market, you should be playing it opposite of people, all right? When everybody is celebrating and dancing and everyone seems to have money for like all their stuff and they're partying, that's awesome. We all love that moment. It's bliss. Everyone's winning. That's also the time when you should start taking some money off the top there, start putting some, start taking some off the table, start making it real. You don't got to take it all out. You don't got to freak out, okay? But you, you take some out because why? Because when things are good, that means that they can only turn bad eventually, okay? You don't know when, but you know that it can't go up forever. It has to drop before it can continue to go up. So you have to expect the crash. When the crash happens, and everyone is going, oh my God, they're taking their money out and they're running. That is when you are freaking ready when you're smart. You grab that sideline money, you get those troops lined up and you march into that burning building. You go right in and you plant your little money seeds everywhere. Why? Because almost everything's on sale. It's a fire sale. Everyone is freaking out, pulling their money out, taking losses, trying to protect profits, all that stuff. And you got money just sitting there that's just kind of like collecting dust on the shelf. And you're like, not yet, guys. Not yet, guys. Not yet, guys. And then boom, what do you get? You get a COVID. You go, boys, suit up. You're going in. And then you drop them in. Because in a year from now, everything's going to be better than it is in this one little freak out moment. Okay? That is that is key. So you're still, it's almost like I feel like I'm investing when I'm saving, it's just that that investment is not activated yet, but it is, it needs to be there. So you have something to activate. Okay. I think I made my point. All right. And with that being said, here is just a quick little message from our sponsor. Ah, we have sponsors. All right, here it is. Now the investing side, the money that is actively being uh, uh, work, my money that is actively working for me to make me more money, right? Your money are troops. Your money goes to war for you. Your money makes money, okay? Money can make money. Stop trying to give all your money away. If you go to broke and you didn't invest anything at the end of the month, you did it wrong. You should have more money at the end of every month than the last month you had, okay? I'm not saying you don't spend your money. You don't go like a hermit and just cash it all away, but like live your life, but you also should be saving money and you should be investing money. I'm 
look, I'm have, I feel like a mom or a dad or something like that right now. I'm just like, you should do this. This is what I do, guys. And the, this was the question. What do I do with my money? All right, investing wise, it's two ways. There's a two way street, and it really comes down to what I'm interested in in the moment. All right, I will give you both examples. Currently, I'm not into the stock market. I'm into my jobs. Um, I'm into my current work day to day. I'm into my side project. I'm I'm healing from a relationship. Like I, I'm not focused on the stock market, guys. Like I'm not paying attention to it. Every now and then to get a chuckle, I go to the Dogecoin Reddit. That's like my plan on that type of stuff is I take my money, my investments right there. Maybe I pull out some long-term ones and go, okay, here's, here's my gambling money. I, I really feel like this is more gambling at this point. I take out some money and I got, I got some money in my trading account. This is my gambling money. And I look at the news. I follow the trends. I go on Reddit. I see what people are talking about. I get some ideas of things I might want to play, right? Based on what people are talking about. That's how you hear about the companies. I might go look at those companies now and go, okay, like, yeah, I, yeah. There, there's some good volume there. There's some good snipes here. We can get some trades, yeah. So at that point, I'm kind of focused on it a bit and I'm looking for times when it drops down a little lower and it's hitting some like support levels. And if, and if your next question is, how do you know about support levels and resistance levels? Just start Googling it from there, okay? That's where you gotta start Googling stuff. I can't teach you that. There's, there's better things out there to teach you than me when it comes to that stuff. But I have my charts and I look at moving averages and I start looking for resistance and support levels. And you know, once it gets down in that band of like a support level or a lower level there, I will buy. And then if it goes up, I'll take that quick profit and I'll sell. But a lot of times I'll do this with lots of money, okay? Like it looks scary, but truly I'm not risking, okay? Because I know I'll take, I know I'll get out. These stocks aren't plummeting to zero, right? They're like very active stocks. So I'll take a hundred thousand dollars and I'll put it all into one trade when there's something going on that looks like there is a little uptick that's gonna happen. I'll take $100,000 and I'll buy $100,000 with that stock and nine minutes later, I'll sell that $100,000 and have made $8,000 and go, sweet, I made 8% of my money in 10 minutes because I just, I caught it right at the morning there when it was going crazy, right? Or even just like bet at that $100,000, right? And I'll make $400 because it didn't really do what I wanted it to do or maybe the move was just smaller in general and $100,000 on a small move still generates good money and I'll sell it and be like, sweet, I just made $400. And you're like, well, $400 isn't a lot for $100,000 and I'll be like, you're thinking about it wrong. I just made $400 to do almost nothing. I just made a decision, that's it. And then I made another decision when I sold, $400. How would you like to have an extra $400 a day? I'm not saying I can show you how to do it. It doesn't work every day. I don't make $400 a day like it. But when you have savings, okay? I used to play with like $5,000. And uh, it'd be tough to make good money because the margins were low. And I would be like, I'm playing with $5,000 and I'd, I'd sell for a win. I'd make, you know, 26 bucks. And it didn't feel like enough. It didn't, it didn't give me the ride. But having like $100,000 and making a trade and making $400, that's even like a bigger disparity in the, the, the profit from the initial bet. But $400 is tasty to me. You put, $400, you put four $100 bills in my hand and I'm like, that's money. That's, that's money that I didn't even really make. That's, that's good money. You go out for a good, good steak dinner with a date money for 400 bucks. You know what I mean? 
And that's where it gets to. All right, I know I've reached my time here. We're like 16 minutes in, so I'm gonna leave you right there. That's what I do with my money, okay? Katya, that was a fantastic question. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Mike Radicevich, my man, thank you for the coffee sponsorship. I'm about to slug this thing down. I've been talking forever. Guys, that's what I do with my money. I pay my bills, I figure out what I want for the month, then some goes into savings, then I some goes into investing. Depending on how much I want to invest right now, it either goes into long-term belief plans or it goes into short-term day trading gambling plans. That's what I do. When the stock market uh, like just crashes and goes to hell, I take all that savings, I take those troops, I put them in the account, and I rebuild up that safety account while my troops are working. I think you do that over the course of 10, 20 years, I think you're done. I think, honestly, you're done. That's the plan. It's as basic as that. There ain't no rocket science, and I don't need you to buy my course. That's what I do. I hope you enjoyed this, and I will see you tomorrow for another episode of Walk with Wade, which will be Drive with Wade, because I'm going to slug this coffee. Uh, find another Starbucks, pick it up. Thank you, Mike, and record the next episode. I will see you tomorrow. Bye.